Greetings, Meatbag. This is the Morning Donut Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Morning Donut Podcast, where we talk all things tech and nerd pop culture. I'm your host, Carlos. This is Juan. And it's just the two of us today. Yeah. yeah. I think Danny's stuck in um, Waterworld right now. Yeah, it, we got a crazy storm going on outside. I mean, it, it, it's slowed down now, but it's still raining. My lights flickered. Yeah, we're not going to lose power, are we? I, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we're, <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> you saw that it flickered. <laughs> My miner turned off. I had to go down there and reboot it. Costing me money out here. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we have a. it's a very gloomy uh, Sunday evening. Yeah, um, you got a very cozy in here. Yeah, I got the cool lights going in here. Why not? You're going to bust out the candles and wine? Do you want a candle? Some wine? I can get you some wine. You said you were fasting. Yeah. I'm fasting I offered you right a beer. Now. You said no. No. I'm Wait, good. you said till 8 o'clock. It's 8.30. What are you talking about? No, I start at 8. Oh, you start today at 8, as in 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Terrible. 8 o'clock every night, Monday okay. through Friday, or <laughs> Sunday through Thursday. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're getting this recording out because uh, I'm off. I'm off on vacation next tomorrow. 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 And I don't know what's going to happen next week because when we get back, then we're going to go visit Brittany's sister in St. Louis on the weekend. Yeah, and then it's Halloween weekend. And, and it's Halloween weekend, so, we'll so, be, so like I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I can record remote. I don't know. We'll see. I'll take a microphone with me. Microphone and laptop. Nice. Just call you guys up. Call me. Yeah, we can just do a little oh, uh, FaceTime one. We can do a FaceTime one, or we can do um, just the audio only one. I don't need to see your face, to be honest with you. I don't want to. I don't want to right now. But here you wow. are. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun because it's just you I'll and just, I. I just, I'll just leave then. <laughs> okay. Danny, Danny had the right idea today. Not to yeah, show up. He's like, get out! I'm not doing this. <laughs> this guy's abusive. That's why you guys are trying to strike. Well, I don't know. I don't, I'm going to have to check on him later. Maybe something <laughs> happened to him. Uh, so what's going on this week, topic-wise? We have uh, oh, Apple on. event. So there's an Apple event that happened. This week. There's a bunch of tech events. We had Apple, Google, Samsung. Uh, Apple being the main one. We'll talk about the other ones, too, because they, 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 <laughs> they did announce some stuff. Well, somebody asked me, well, why don't we give Samsung any love or Google? Or Who asked you that? Was it Magic? No. Oh. No. One of my coworkers. Oh, okay. Saying, hey. Gotcha. Okay, well, well, fine. We'll talk about them. We'll talk about them. Real small, though. Yeah, yeah for know. a sec. <laughs> Just for a quick sec. Um, there's a crazy story with Alec Baldwin that we're going to get into in a little bit. Absolutely insane that something like this can still happen. I'm sure you've already heard about it by now. Uh, and then, of course, we're going to talk about Dune. We all saw Dune this past weekend. Uh, it was in theaters and it's on HBO Max. So we'll be giving you our thoughts on that. Um, and I just want to tell the girls I didn't ditch them. Okay. For doing last night because we were all supposed to go watch it. Yeah. I, I feel ditched, just so you know. Well, I don't care about you. Okay. Well, they feel ditched Br- as well. and the girls, you know, sorry mm-hmm. to make it. Terrible. Next time, drinks are on me. Okay. Fair so. enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and of course, we'll get into our weekly recommendations. As always, timestamps in the show notes. Feel free to. Jump around. All right. Um, kick us off with the new with another Apple thing. You got a little Apple story over there. Yeah. It's going to make me feel old. Go ahead. <laughs> it's going to make us feel all old, man. <laughs> Good. So yesterday, well, we're, if you're hearing this on Monday, uh, Saturday, October 23rd, was the 20th anniversary of what? Of the uh, the AirPod, not AirPod, Jesus, <laughs> of the of the I, uh, iPod. Yes, the iPod turned 20 years old. The OG one. The, the OG. The thick boy. Classic, what, with, what they call it now. Yeah, now they call it the classic. Yeah. I think I still have, I, I need to find that thing, because I feel like I still have it packed away, the classic, the 160 gig classic that still has the 30 pin plug yeah remember it has the all chrome like you know stainless steel back um that's cool so this so this thing came out exactly 20 years ago from yesterday from this past saturday that's when steve jobs announced it at one of their rights and i didn't know this but they used to send out invitations with the little slogans back then what were the slogans well for this one 
It was just hint. It's not a Mac. Like paper invitations? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm assuming email. Maybe or email. Because like yeah, because this is what 2004. What's the, what's the year? What, what 2001. Year? Okay, we're in 20. I don't. I can't do math. <laughs> Come on. Come on. 20 years from two. All right, that makes sense. <laughs> 2001. 2001. Yeah, people had email, but I guarantee they sent out paper ones because that's yeah, still sure 2001. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So the 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 little invitation just said, "Hint, it's not a Mac." Yeah. This is the funny thing too about uh, about Apple and the iPod is that we obviously just recently got Apple lossless, right? Yes. Um, because obviously digital music is lossy. You do MP3s or in Apple's case AAC, which is the same thing, just mm. a different codec. Uh, and it's like you know Apple makes such a big deal of bringing lossless when they were the ones that made it lossy in the first place. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong. It's not like the iPod was the first MP3 player. It wasn't. No. But it was the device that made digital music a thing. Yes. Where it's like everyone does it. And then that eventually leads to like, you know, the whole Napster thing and getting stuff off the internet. Like making music digital uh, was kind of not done first by Apple. Apple doesn't mm. typically do anything first. But they're the ones that made it mainstream. So it's kind of funny that it was their fault that we, that got, we got that lossy yeah. audio in the first place. Yeah, I mean, because think about it. Yeah. Back then, we had books of CDs. Absolutely. That's, yeah. that's what we wanted was CD quality yeah. And music. CD is lossless audio. Just if you never actually realized that, if you had you know. a CD, that is uncompressed audio. It's good quality stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you get MP3s. And uh, man, remember when you used to be able to make MP3 discs? Discs, yes. Because then you can put like... 300 songs on a single mp3 and then if you got a dvd disc oh well, yeah because a, a regular cd was what 700 megs so i want to say it's like 700, 700 megs and then you yeah. got your dvd which was like 4.4.7 4. i want to say 4.7 gigs yeah. And then if you had, you, yeah if you had a cd player that can read a the dvd, DVD. then you can pack that bad boy yeah. with like a few thousand songs so yeah because they even had the cd players that can actually read the files and display right. the names of the songs. Yeah, because that was like that, that was the coolest part. Some of them even did album art. If you had like yeah. a little thing, I remember I had a little Pioneer deck that had a tiny screen on mm -hmm. it, and if the album art was loaded into the MP3 file, it would show it. To me, that was the coolest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Yeah. I'm just like, this is so cool. <laughs> just <laughs> in my car in my '98 Grand Prix. Yeah. So the iPod did go through different generations of different models oh yeah so you got your classic which wasn't called the classic back then back then it was called, just called ipod and i remember yeah. their whole slogan was a thousand a thousand a songs thousand in your songs pocket in pocket yeah which i forgot what the space was on it what was so it? the first generation one was five or ten gigs oh wow that's a lot yeah, yeah. okay that's not bad and that one was a firewire connection i remember that yeah <laughs> the uh, second generation of that model was 10 gig and 20 gig also firewire uh the third third generation went up to 40 gig and then that one, I think that one actually went to USB as well. Mm, okay. And then your fourth generation's 60 gig. Damn, that was big time. Yeah. 60 gigs in the palm of your hand, that was unheard of. Oh, yeah. Unreal. Basically, the, uh, they were just sticking hard drives in this thing. That's yeah. what they had. They were just they were running just straight up hard drives. They were just laptop hard drives. <laughs> Little two, two and a half inch laptop hard drives. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fifth generation shot up to 80. 
And then your sixth generation, your last one was 160. Which is the one that I still have somewhere. I really want to find it because I know I still kept it in really good condition. Remember how like the the, the stainless steel back would get crazy yeah. scratched because it, it was just plain stainless steel yeah. and it would get scuffed up. And I remember the one I have, it's in storage somewhere. I think it's down in my basement. It is still because I kept it in like a little bag mm-hmm. and it kept it from getting scratched. <laughs> I'm going to find that thing and see. And see how good of a condition it's in. Uh, when did we get the shuffle? Because that was a big one too. Well, we got um, so we got the mini in between the, the regular one through six generation. We got those yeah. in 2004. That's when that one first came out. Then the nano. Remember yeah. the nano? That's the it still had a screen on it, right? Yep. The nano. I it was just that. very yep. thin and yep. smaller. Because those were only like I think those only went up to like four or five gigs. Yeah, those were the smaller. Was ones. that the first time we got an iPod with like flash memory? Because it was so small. Yeah, I think you only had like just you had, you had to put small memory modules. Yeah, in those it. didn't have any type of hard drive. Yeah, or anything like that. those came out. First model came out in or the first generation came out in two thousand five. The shuffle came out in two thousand five as well. That okay. was five hundred and twelve meg or one gig when it first came out. Right, those are basically like you can hold a playlist, maybe more. I mean, one yeah. gig is, is a and good they, amount. I think that if I remember correctly, they marketed those more in terms of like people working out. Huge, they could just clip it on There are people something. that still swear by those to this day mm. because they're 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 it's the best thing to work out with because it weighs nothing. Yeah, it weighs. It's like a it's like a it's lighter than a keychain. You literally clip it on yourself. Yeah. And go run or do whatever, and there's nothing holding you down. Remember how you used to transfer? Oh, uh, with USB the, with and then the three point five. Yeah, USB <laughs> into the headphone jack. Isn't yeah. that nuts? <laughs> and now it's like you can just do it with like an Apple Watch yeah. because your Apple Watch will. Isn't that crazy? Your Apple Watch can do everything. It can be literally everything. You can yeah. do. It can do make calls, text. You can load music on if you have the cellular version. Uh, and it's missing does, is a camera. Right. It's all it's missing is a camera, and it still does all your fitness tracking on top of that. It's pretty yeah. crazy that you can do all that. From your wrist, but pretty cool. 20, 20 years. Yep. And then the touch, iPod touch. Yeah. That was after the iPhone. Yes. Because I remember how big of a deal it was that you were able to buy a touch. Um, and it's like, oh, it's basically an iPhone without the phone part. Because yep. it still had apps. It had the browser. It had, you know, all the standard iOS stuff that, that it had. I even remember the music, the song they used for it. Which one? Uh, I, I, I don't remember. For the what, commercial? Yeah, for the commercial. I, I forgot what it's called, but it, it mm. ends with like my my music is where I want you to touch. I forgot what the okay. name of the song is, but uh, but yeah, it was like I remember that. I'm like that thing's cool. It's like a little apparently iPhone. they still sell it. I mean, it's still it's still a product that they isn't sell. that crazy. Yeah, and it's still like 200 bucks. So it's like it's not cheap. No, and that one <laughs> goes up to 256 megs. The touch. Yeah, megs. I mean, g- gigs. I was about to say megs. <laughs> you can't even load the OS on there with that. <laughs> not gigs. <laughs> 256. That's pretty good if you're using it for just music. That's a lot of space. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's like if you have a phone. I don't even, I mean, kids nowadays, I mean. Yeah, but everything is streamed now. You don't need physical yeah. space. Even on that, I mean, uh, but that thing you can only stream if you're on Wi-Fi, obviously. So it's it's yeah. not like a phone where it's always connected with cellular. But yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really see a need for a touch. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand why they still sell it. Probably because they can and people still yeah. buy it. So why the hell not? And it probably costs them nothing to make because yeah. it uses old uh, hardware. And it's probably just cost them nothing to, to manufacture it. Or they have a stockpile. They're just selling through them. Who cares? <laughs> Unbelievable. Could be. All right. Let's keep it up with the Apple story. We had a, a pretty big event this week. Um, let's, get the, the, let's get the little small guys out of the way. Huh? How about we talk about <laughs> <laughs> So Apple event Monday. We a small, small Samsung, Samsung and Google. Yeah, they're these small. little guys. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, so Google, uh, these events weren't as exciting, not because they're not Apple, just because the Google event was for the Pixel 6 and 6 Pro which we already saw because it was already leaked like crazy. 
Yeah. Like the, I mean, like full renders, like actual product photos from Google, all that stuff was leaked. Uh, I think the only thing we didn't know for sure was the price, uh, but we knew like all the specs. Now, the good thing with this Google phone and, and, and personal opinion, if you're an Android user, this is the phone that you should always have, in my personal opinion, uh, because the Google is the only phone, the Google devices are the, are the only Android devices that let you have Android as it's intended directly from Google. It's not tampered with, like Samsung uses their own skins. Yeah, you don't get no bloat. Well, call yeah, it bloatware. You call you it bloatware. Basically, it's like if you bought a Dell laptop and it has a bunch of crap on it, that's basically what a Samsung phone will do, what an LG phone will do. Any yeah. other Android OEM uh, does their own customization to Android, which is the the appeal of Android also. It's customizable. That's yeah. cool. But if you want a pure Android experience, Google is the, the Pixel is the only one that really does that for you. And and it's cool because mm-hmm. pure vanilla Android, in my opinion, is the best. Uh, so these phones are pretty cool. And the, now the, what's different this year with the Google devices is they now like Apple. Well, Apple's always had their own chips in the phones, but and uh, Google is now making their own chips as opposed to getting chips from Qualcomm, which is what they did before. Yeah. So just like any other Android manufacturer, most of them use some kind of Snapdragon processor from Qualcomm. Uh, whereas in this case, it's called the Tensor chip. It's like that's the the name of it. And Is that the official name? That's the, I think that's the official okay. name. I don't know if that's the code name, but I'm pretty. That's what everyone calls it. So I'm just going with that. Okay. It's the Tensor chip, and it's their own architecture. It's a chip that they made, just kind of like how Google makes their own. You know, the the, the A series of chips. Uh, I forgot when the first A series of chips came out. I want to say it was the A4 maybe, which is pff, the iPhone 5 maybe. I can't remember which one it was. But it, Apple's been doing their, their own chips for the phones for a pretty long time. Um, and I think that's the best way to go. That's why iPhones typically have better performance because they make the software and the hardware. And that's mm-hmm. why it just kind of runs well. So now potentially you can get that same thing with the Google devices because not only Google's always made the OS, now they also make the hardware, which is really cool. Yeah. So... Um, Cool stuff there. Honestly, if you're an Android user, I would recommend you go with that. And it's not out yet, so we don't know performance, how it's going to actually work. I think it comes out a week or two. It's pretty soon. Yeah. So we're going to see a lot of reviews and real-world tests and all that stuff. And I think it's going to be pretty solid. Samsung had an event, and theirs was nothing new. All it was was new colors for their new flip devices, like the folding folding phones. And that was it. So they didn't have anything fancy. It was literally just new colors and stuff. Yeah. I mean, going back to the whole, like, bloatware stuff that's yeah pretty much why i left android because mm-hmm. it just got tired with all the bloatware and the samsung touch whiz and touch whiz yeah and it, don't get me wrong it's a lot better now but it was terrible back yeah. in the day it was awful and i remember even when i did have android i would always put fl- uh, vanilla android on it anyway i would root it and, mm-hmm. and slap a custom firmware a custom rom on there is what we called it <laughs> and it would basically change the phone so that way i i think the last Samsung phone I had might have been the Galaxy S3, maybe Galaxy S4. I can't remember when it was, but it's been a while. And that's what I would do with with Android phones because Samsung hardware is great. So I would take that phone and just swipe it out and put something else on it. And then that got to be too much. Yeah. Because then Samsung does an update and then doesn't work anymore. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. And then they try to block it so you couldn't... Um, yeah, because they don't want you tampering. Yeah. They don't want you tampering with the, with the what they call the bootloader, which does make the phone more susceptible to like threats. You know, you, people can like kind of hack the phone. There could be malware, things like that. So I get why, but I'm like, this is too much work, number one. And I just, I'm just going to go to, I, I'm just going to go to iOS because I don't have to do anything to it. You can call it boring if you want. It works. And that's all I care about. 
And uh, and there we go. Yeah. And I've been on iOS ever since. Yeah, I mean, you just want to take it out of the box and yeah. playing with it. That's yeah, because I don't care is. about the phone. It's I mean, I do. I mean, I, I want the phone to have a good camera and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, but you know, Samsung makes better hardware. If you can slap iOS on like a Fold Three, I take it all day. Mm-hmm. You, I would one hundred percent take that phone if you can put a different software on it. <laughs> you remember your first Google phone? Yeah, the uh, the Nexus One. The Nexus One. HTC made <laughs> Nexus One. It was the first phone from Google directly. And uh, that phone was fantastic. It was the first phone with a Snapdragon processor. Yeah. One gigahertz Snapdragon processor. One gigahertz. Beast mode on that bad boy. <laughs> Beast mode. Oh, my God. Good times. Yeah, and the A4 was the first chip, and it was the iPhone 4. It was the iPhone 4. Yeah. So the A4 was the very first time, because I forgot what they were using before. Yeah. I want to say it was Intel. I think they were using Intel for their chips prior to that, but they started making their own ever since the iPhone 4 with the A4 chip. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now we're on A15 is their current chip. And now uh, they're doing it for their laptops. Yes, and now they're them. doing it for their laptops, which is where let's get into the event. So they kicked off the event with something weird, which is the voice-only <laughs> Apple Music subscription plan, which is only five bucks. It's only five bucks is five bucks nowadays. Correct. Man. It is. I'm, I, yeah, I take that. I take back the word only because it should be free if you're doing this. Yeah. But this is what they did. It's four ninety nine, and it's basically Apple Music, but you can only access it through voice, meaning through Siri. Why? At I first, I, I thought that they were charging an extra $5 so that you can use Siri with Apple Music. Oh, wow. Like it was going to be a tack on. But mm, I'm like, what? No. It already works. I don't understand what this is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so confused. Because Amazon has something similar, and I believe Spotify does, but theirs is free. This should be free. This, this is should stupid. Be free. This is dumb. Yeah. Or make it free if you buy AirPods. You know what I mean? Like if you're trying yeah. to push some hardware, like, hey, buy a pair of AirPods, you actually get apple music voice only for free, for free or buy a home pod yeah something like that that promotes a hardware sale but the fact that it's just 4.99 flat out no matter what yeah. i was like i don't get what that is but to each their own <laughs> so they started off with that so they did start with that that was the first thing okay. yeah and then they went i think the second thing was the new home pod mini colors Okay. Yeah, I, I kind of like the color. Yeah, it's, it's cool. I mean, if you have, if you don't already own one, and you were thinking about picking up a HomePod Mini, the new ones are cool because they're just they come in funky colors. colors. Whereas before it was just space gray, which is just basically yeah. black, and then the white one. Yeah. Cause, I mean, now you can at least maybe make it match with your decor, sure, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. If you have it in, uh, you know, sitting on your desk in an office, and you mm-hmm. want to make it match, I forgot how many colors they had, but they had a good four or five colors. Um, cool. Price is the same. Still a hundred dollars, I believe. Right. Still ninety nine. Yep. And uh, I really like the HomePod Mini, honestly. For the price, it sounds really good, and it gives you all your Siri stuff. Like for me, it's good because of the home automation. I have it trigger my lights and all that stuff. Um, I don't really use it for music because I already have like higher end speakers mm-hmm. all over my house. But if you didn't, honestly, it sounds really good. It, it sounds does. more than good enough. Yeah, and if you pair them, because I have them paired in my office. You have two? Yeah. Oh, sweet. So yeah. If you do left and right stereo, yeah. it sounds good, right? It sounds very good. Yeah. So, you know, if you don't, if you don't have any HomePods, I recommend them. They're, they're awesome speakers. They sound good for music and they're good for like all the smart commands. Um, then we got AirPods three, uh, pretty cool. 179 for the price on those. They look just like AirPods pro, except they don't have the little silicone tips Mm -hmm. for the ears. Um, and they don't include noise canceling. So that's the only difference between those and the pros. So, uh, pretty sweet actually. 
And I'm surprised that they're keeping the second gen. Yeah, but they did drop the price to, to 129 so that's pretty cheap. And that's kind of what Amazon's been selling them for yeah. lately. Right, because they be, they'll catch them on sale. Even the AirPods Pro, the, the actual Pros, are usually on sale for 199 Yeah. Which is only twenty bucks more than these, and those are way better because they obviously give you active noise canceling um, and more of a seal because of the silicone tips. Um, but otherwise, they have better battery life, better battery life than both the pros and the second gen. So you get six hours of battery life in the buds, and then an extra twenty four in the case. So you get like thirty hours total. That's pretty good. Is that probably because they don't have the noise canceling? Right, because the pros get you four and a half hours with just the buds and then an extra 24 in the case so you are getting uh less battery on the pros because that active noise canceling uses more juice so yeah i like the pros though i love the pros i think they're great they're great for phone calls they're they're pretty good for music um usually at home i don't use them because if i want to listen to music through headphones i'm gonna grab my real pair of headphones Mm. but if i'm on the go 100 they're awesome so um uh, even with traveling too, because they'll give you active noise canceling for like being on planes and stuff. And then you don't have to worry about having like big over the ear headphones. It's just a lot more comfortable. Like I, this trip that I'm going on, I'm not going to take my AirPods max, the, the over the, mm-hmm. over the ear ones, because they're, they're kind of heavy because they're yeah. made of aluminum. They're not super light. So I'm going to take just the pros because they're super light and they do the same thing. Honestly, they don't sound as good. Don't get me wrong. They don't yeah. sound anywhere near as good, but they, they'll get the job done for like canceling out airplane nose airplane noise and stuff like that <laughs> airplane nose don't cancel out the airplane nose i, I think you just want to i think you want to cancel out britney talking during the flight no way <laughs> i mean we don't talk during flights anyway but i wouldn't do normally we do have you ever used the the speaking of airpods you ever use the share the audio share no we do that often like whenever we're on a flight we'll have i'll have something playing on like my either my laptop or my ipad and then her airpods can link to my device and then we can the hear share. the oh, same okay. thing watching one thing so it's really cool so we can like share audio mm-hmm. and watch the same thing on one device so i could have my laptop or my ipad and um any other apple device that's close by you can pair to it it's called sh- uh, audio share or share audio something like that okay really cool feature if you're ever on a flight or traveling or even in a car i think it's really cool mm. so the new airpods too come with spatial audio and Dolby atmos which correct which the other ones, ones did not so yeah. that's another thing thanks for calling that out so that way if you're doing any Spatial audio movie watching or the whole spatial audio music stuff you'll be able to do. Pretty cool. Um, And I think that was it before they got into the big part of the event, which was our brand new MacBooks. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. (laughs) These things. What did you think? I mean, I don't, I have a MacBook. I don't plan on upgrading, but these are (sighs) pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, They're they're compelling, but I don't know, man. It's, I mean, you already said you bought one. I pulled the trigger almost immediately because I'm a madman. <laughs> well, you were talking about your wallet. It's going to get a little damage from the... Even, yeah, even before... During the event, yeah, so it's, No, even before, text. once the uh, once the uh, event uh, invitations went out, and I'm like, oh, pff, there you <laughs> there go. go. Let's <laughs> get my Apple card ready because these clowns are going to make me spend money. And they did successfully. Um, so let's start off with the redesign of the physical laptop itself because we haven't had a redesign of MacBooks since 2016. What did you think of the initial? Well, I mean, the exterior is pretty much the same. Right? Yeah. It's pretty much the same. Um, we're getting MagSafe back, uh-huh. which they had said was gone and wouldn't. I don't remember them saying it was gone and never come, was going to come back. I don't think they ever made that statement, but yeah. We, we pretty much thought it was dead. Mm-hmm. So now we're getting MagSafe. And then they threw a, uh, 
what's it called? The ports. Co- no, well, the ports. We got the ports back, and we got an SD card reader as well, right? Uh-huh, yep. Got that, and then we got the chin. Yeah. The, what am I thinking of? The 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 notch. The notch. That's what a chin. <laughs> I keep calling it. We'll talk about the notch in a bit because it's that's been controversial yeah. on the internet. But um. But yeah, I mean the yeah. it, physically. The way you look at it, it looks pretty much the same, but I mean, yeah, you now you got your ports back, you got your Mac save. Yeah, it's chunkier too. Not that it's actually chunkier, it's just that the ever since twenty sixteen, the MacBooks have had this uh this like tapered off design mm-hmm. to make it look like it's thin. Yes. Which which it is. But at its thickest point, it's a it's not any thicker on these new ones. But now the the in, in my opinion, the, the uh the design went back to the twenty fifteen design where it was more of like a boxy shape and they kept the same thickness like at at its thickest point but it looks thicker because it's now the same shape all around and they do that so they can fit more inside of it because now you can fit bigger batteries uh better cooling because these new chips that we're going to talk about in a sec are way more powerful um when i first saw it on the screen i was like "Ooh, thick boy that boy is (laughs) thick um and it's really not once they actually saw the dimensions it's the same like i think even the the 14 inch, which is the smaller, which is a new size, by the way. We've never had a 14 inch MacBook before. The 14 inch is actually like slightly thinner than the current 13 inch, but it just mm. looks thicker because of the way it's shaped. Base, yeah. It's not, it's not like chamfered off like these are. Yeah. And then the 16 inch, if you compare it with the current 16 inch, it's like 0.2 millimeters thicker. So it is slightly thicker, but only slightly. Like literally, you would never mm. be able to tell. But because of the design, it does look thicker. It's like from just the naked yeah. eye, you're like, damn, that boy thick. So, <laughs> yeah. And then they, I mean, Touch Bar is dead now, right? Touch Bar is dead. I am one of the people that actually like the Touch Bar um, because it, it is pretty useful depending on what you're doing, and specifically for, for, uh, for calls, conference calls. Because if you're on a conference call and you're on, you, no matter what you're using, you're using WebEx, you're using Google, you're using, um, you know, Teams, uh, what's the other one I'm thinking of? Zoom, Zoom, any of those. When you're on a call, the touch bar automatically will show you your end to hang up and the mute button. Hmm. So instead of having to go into the the software itself and like move your cursor and, and do it, mm-hmm. there's a, it's just very quickly, boom, mute, unmute, hmm. things like that. Like that is beautiful. So... That's probably a very small feature for a very specific case use uh, use case scenario. Yeah. But I really like the touch bar for stuff like that. So now that it's gone, eh, okay, uh-huh. whatever. But uh-huh. you do get a full-size function row now. Yep. So that top, they're full-size keys. They're not half keys, which is how it was before. So even if you went back to the 15-inch, uh, the, sorry, the 2015 MacBook Pros, they all had... Uh, half keys for your the F function keys. row. Right. Yeah, for your F keys. Yeah, so all of your F keys, and, and they also doubled as your media keys. It was like play, pause, volume, up, down, stuff like that. Yeah, because that's how they are in my current model. Right, because you have keys. a... This is a 2017. So you have a 2017 13. without the touch bar. Yep. Which is which means you have regular function rows, but they're all half size. Yep. And in this case, they're full size, which is cool. Um, but that's that. Let's move into the notch thing, because people have been losing their minds about it. <laughs> and I'm just... I mean... It, I mean, if you're going to throw a notch in there, you would assume that you're going to come out with Face ID. Yes, but as I told you before, that is because they're going to put it in face in, into the next year's model. What then why tease me? Because that's how they make you That's how they make you upgrade again. So, so when it comes out next year with Face ID and, or, yeah. or some, some better specs, you're going to jump ship and I don't buy think so because face, face, as cool as Face ID is... Um, I don't, it's, it's, that yeah. wouldn't be compelling enough. No, I don't. Um, I did already commit to keeping this new one as my daily driver for a while. You said a few years. 
I'm gonna hold you to a few okay. years. So a few years <laughs> is three. So let's so we'll say three minimum. Okay. So if this podcast is still going on in three years. You can hold me to it. Okay. <laughs> I have a recording of you saying it. So oh that's good. man. So so let's talk about this notch really. Um, it's not a big deal, and I'll tell you why. Because it, m- the notch has a very negative like has a very like negative re- I guess the way it's received on because of phones. And I get why, because on a phone, it's kind of cuts into your content, right? Like it, it takes away from some of your screen, especially if you're watching a video in landscape mode, you turn it to the side, the notch literally cuts into your video. So I get why people don't like it. I personally don't care. You get used to it after a while on the laptop. It is the exact opposite. You're getting extra screen because of the notch. Cause the way a laptop is oriented, it's not Mm -hmm. like a phone. Uh, the notch basically lives where your task bar is. So you're actually getting extra display as opposed to a notch cutting into a display. Uh, so it's actually a, a positive. How thick is it, though? Uh, who knows? We haven't seen a real one yet. But um, also, too, on, aside, of the, aside from that, I think it's a, it's a recognition thing for Apple. Like, they're the ones that have notches. You know what I mean? So I feel like if you're looking at a laptop from across the room and you see one with a little a notch, notch on it, you're yeah. like, oh, that person's got a MacBook. Yeah. It's something that's recognizable. So I don't know if it's a marketing thing on their point on their part, but from a functionality standpoint, it actually gives you more display than you had before. So if you're freaking out about it, don't. It's really not a big deal. If anything, you're gaining a little bit of extra space. So that way the task bar can just live up there in that little notch area. So to me, it's a positive. Uh, but also I do think that it's kind of a, an aesthetic thing. Some people just don't like the way it looks, which is fair. Yeah. So I personally don't mind it. I think it looks cool. I think it's fine. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, again, not everyone's going to like it. Um, I mean, you, the only reason I don't like it is because, like I said, I have the 13 from 2017. The yeah. bezel on the sides is thin, but top to top and bottom bezels are thick. Right. So think about that, right? And also, too, the bezels on the left and right are smaller now yeah. as well. But if you look at top and bottom, these new ones obviously have a, a – the, the current ones have a thicker bezel – the new ones are going to have a way less bezel. Yes. And now you're going to have that extra screen on top. So I get the notch maybe unsightly if you don't like mm-hmm. the aesthetic, but you are gaining more screen. Um, but function versus the way it looks does play a role because mm-hmm. you have to look at it every time you, you open it up. So that I get it. Um, but I bet it's one of those things that you just don't notice it anymore. Just like on the, I don't notice a notch yeah, on my phone. That's true. The iPhone, at, at first when I got it, I'm like, this stupid notch. And then now yeah. it's, so, I, I've gotten you. And it's like, you don't even recognize it anymore. Never. I never notice it. It's not something that like my eyes drawn to it or anything like so I'm okay with it. Um now the star of the show for these new laptops. And that is of course the chip that's inside. So we have two new processors in this bad boy. We have the M1 Pro (laughs) and then we have the M1 Max. What do you think of the naming? Let's just start there. Right away I started seeing people say, Oh, I got a I got a what did they say? I got a M I got a M1 Mac Max. So, like they, they just the way they wrote it was just like what the hell do you have i have an m m1 mac or i have an apple m1 mac max like <laughs> I have a macbook max yeah um I, they're basically lining up their naming with what they do with like phones and even headphones for that matter because you have the airpods max yeah. and then you have the iphone whatever pro max <laughs> so you have all that stuff um 
Well, yeah. we, th- we thought it was going to be X. just one chip. Yeah, because we thought it was just going to be one chip. We, we thought it was going to be two. Yeah, we thought it was going to be M1X. That was going to be the new chip and just one. Yes. In this case, it's a different name and it's two of them. So let's talk about the differences. The naming, whatever. I mean, I think it's weird, but I see they're trying to just line it up with what they call the phones and what they call other things. So I feel like they're going to continue with either a Pro or a Max name for differentiating between two different products that are similar. I mean, they could have just named it M1 Pro and then the other one M1 Max or M1 X. I don't could know why be. they have yeah, to I, Yeah, they, they went away with X altogether. Yeah. Um, that's what they used to call like the chips that went inside of the iPad Pros. Yes. So an iPad Pro would always have an X. Usually meant it had two extra performance cores, and that's why I, iPad Pros were faster than regular iPads. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's the name. Uh, on paper, though, these things are insane as far as the performance goes. Right, because they have now... So let's compare it to the M1, which is the one from last year, which is the first time they made their own chip. And it was... It, it kind of blew everyone away, right? Because when the first M1 came out, they had their silly little graphs in their <laughs> in their thing, right? And people were like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> it's literally a line on some graph that you invented. It doesn't mean anything, right? So yeah. people were already very skeptical. They're like, get out of here with this laptop. It's not going to do anything. Then this thing comes out. And everyone tests it, and it's literally just blown the doors off of everything. Every 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 Windows laptop, everything. It's always it's it's beating everything left and right, no matter what you throw at it. Video editing, photo editing, uh, any type of computing, it's doing all this stuff. So they're like, okay, the M1 chip is legit. It's a real deal. Yep. Um, which is kind of what made me get it in the first place, because I was the same way. I'm like, this thing is. What if yeah, it's, I mean, because yeah, like you said, it's just a little charts. Yeah. It's like being at work and you're in a. We're better. We're yeah. better by this much. <laughs> what does that even mean? It means nothing. So uh, no one really took it seriously at their event. And you, know, you get them in. You get them in house, and people use them, and they're like, "Shoot, this thing's ridiculous. It's yeah. really fast." And the the point of it, it's not just that it's fast. It's fast, and it's a laptop with really good battery life. It doesn't need to be plugged in, and the and the battery life will last you all day, and you're still doing heavy compute tasks. And you don't so, have fans blowing all you day. Have, right. It's not loud. You don't have fans blowing everywhere, especially with the, the air version. The air version of it didn't even have a fan mm-hmm. inside of it. So um, so that was that. So basically, it put them on the map. Like, okay, the M1 chips are, are legit. So these new ones are based off the same architecture. And just to put it into perspective how more, much more powerful they are, the current M1 is an eight-core chip. Yes. And that has four efficiency cores, meaning it handles low powered activities like your web browsing and things like that and four high performance cores which means those kick on if you're doing like photo editing video editing a bunch of other stuff uh so it's basically four and four the new ones the m1 pro and max they have the same cpu now it's 10 cores and it's eight performance cores and only two efficiency cores Mm -hmm. so you're getting all eight cores performance and then two additional cores for just low energy stuff so you're doubling so you're more than doubling the power um you would think going from eight to ten that's not double but because eight of those ten are high are high mm-hmm. are high performance cores and only two are high efficiency uh you're you're getting more than double of the actual perform like raw performance yeah. that that it's doing which is crazy now looking at the graphics side of it it's uh it's even more so because these have an eight core gpu and now with the M1 Pro, you have 16. And then with the M1 Max, you now have 24. I mean, sorry, 32. 32. 32. Yeah. So you're getting crazy amounts of, uh, of, comp- of graphics power now. 
then that's good for, again, more video editing or driving additional displays and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's a lot of stuff you can do with that power. Yeah, because now you get your HDMI port back. Yeah, and as you get your, and it, yeah, and the HDMI port on, on the new one, I think, is is a kind of a standard HDMI 2.0. Mm-hmm. So it's only 4K 60, um, which is just whatever. I think they just threw it in there just so you can have it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it handles so much more uh, graphics power now. So it's good for, say, your... Uh, photo editors, video editors, uh, graphic designers, things like that. Um, and now we have more memory too. So before the M1 maxed out at 16 gigabytes of, of RAM. Now you have up to 64 on the max, which is pretty crazy. It's a lot of space. It's a lot of memory. So you have to like mortgage your house to buy one of these? Did I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't go like boss of the wall with like the configuration, but because I think the, if you max out like a 16 inch, with the highest memory and all that, it's like six grand or something like that, <laughs> which is the one I got is nowhere near that. But uh, I did get one with the M1 uh, Max chip, 16 inch with 32 gigs of RAM mm-hmm. and the 32 core CPU, uh, GPU, sorry, and one terabyte of, of hard drive space. Okay. So that's my config. Is that the max for the hard drive? No, the hard, the max is eight. Wow. And you pay like $2,200 for that upgrade. So if you wanted the eight terabytes of internal SSD storage, it's twenty two hundred bucks extra. Extra. This is which is why, which is how you get up to that six grand mark because stuff like that, like like upping into the memory. And even if I wanted to step up to sixty four gigs, it's like an extra five, four or six hundred dollars, mm-hmm. which I don't need sixty four. Yeah. I mean, even uh, like this current one is sixteen, and when I'm photo, when I'm video editing, which I which I do on this machine, um, I get really close to that sixteen. So mm-hmm. thirty two is plenty. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, this things these things look pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's like how they're gonna how they're gonna top this next year when next year's models are. I don't know if they will. I'm well, obviously they will. In, yeah. You know, again, it's just making the chip bigger and putting more stuff in it. But um, I think they'll be here for a while. I think we're gonna see these chips in desktops really soon, where they'll probably throw it in like a new iMac um, or even a Mac Pro. Yeah, because we didn't get a Mac Pro, right? Yeah, we didn't get any desktops at all. These are also not even a Mac Mini. I thought they were going to give us a Mac Mini also, where you can have this chip inside of a Mini and still have a desktop with this kind of performance, but uh, it's just the laptops. So I think we'll get something with the Mini, we'll get something with the iMac, and maybe eventually a Mac Pro and somewhere down the line where they'll just throw a bunch more of these same chips together mm-hmm. where you have more physical space to fit them in, um, and then we'll get crazy more performance that way. But who knows? That's probably a, a next year, maybe even a twenty twenty three thing. Because what the uh, Mac Pro is what the the little case, the little cheese grater one. Yeah, that's the Mac Pro. Yeah. Their, their big tower yeah. computer is the Mac Pro with the four hundred dollar wheels. Right. Yeah, in the in the thousand dollar stand and yeah. all that. Oh, that's for the display that's, actually. Yeah. Never mind. But yes, <clears throat> that's what the uh, what what these things are. Uh, now moving into the displays really quick. This is a big deal uh, for me. Is these now have the Pro Display XDR, which is the same display that they put in their XDR display, which is that screen is like five grand by itself. Mm. So it's mini LED. Um, it's also the same type of display they put in the most recent iPad Pros, mm. uh, which are really color accurate, super bright for HDR, and um, they have mini LED so they can turn off individual little uh, mm. lights to give you like deeper blacks and things like that. So now these displays have that. Which, if you're doing anything that requires accurate colors, is really, really beneficial. You can just look at it. That's why I edit even now on this laptop, which doesn't have a fancy display. It's a good one, but it's not anything like that. 
is Apple's color science is really accurate. So if when I'm doing photo editing, whatever I see on here is what it's supposed to look like versus when I used to edit on my, in my office, I would use the, the LG OLED mm. because it's a TV that's meant for watching movies and stuff. The colors are usually a little bit more punched up. They're a little bit more saturated, mm -hmm. which makes it look good from watching movies, but it's not accurate for like, if you're trying to get an actual real world representation of what a color looks like. So I never used it because it would throw me off. So what I used to do is when I would edit there, I would edit it, upload it to my online gallery, and then I would look at it from my iPad mm. to see if the colors look like okay. they were supposed to look. Yeah. And if they didn't, I would go tweak it and re-upload. Well, now I can just do it straight from the laptop. Okay. But uh, it's really good for things like that if you're for color grading. So um, that's also, again, another, another, another tool for uh, depending on what you're doing with it. And these but, are all still five nanometers, right? Yeah, five nanometer process on the chip, which is the same that M1 that the M1 was based off of, and the current uh, A15 that's in the phones. So yeah. it's that same okay. process. That they're all being made by TSMC. So uh, that's basically that. Uh, we got a better webcam, 1080p webcam, which is crazy that all these laptops up until now have still had 720p <laughs> webcams. Mind blowing that that's the case. <laughs> I mean, yeah, still still no Face ID, but still no Face ID. I would love <clears throat> Face ID, honestly. Um, I'm, I got the mini, the iPad mini recently mm -hmm. and that doesn't have face ID. It has touch ID. And I can't tell you how much I miss face, face ID because yeah. I have to just, just, just reaching for that button to do it. Like, I know it's a first world problem, but it genuinely <laughs> takes longer to do. Whereas on a, on anything with face ID, I just wake it up and it's unlocked. I swipe up. I'm ready to go. Yeah. It genuinely is faster with face ID. Um, there's been a few cases here and there where the iPad's sitting on top of a table and I'm standing up. And it is easier to just use the finger. Mm -hmm. Give me both. <laughs> like, what's the big deal? You get that on the next model, right? <sighs> First how they problems. get you, yeah? This is how they get you. Um, so that's that. That's the MacBooks. What do you think? You getting one? What are you going to do? You going to stay with your old one over there? I mean, it still my, works, right? It's, hey, it's still working. You're not doing anything crazy on it as far as like, mm -mm. you know, you're not doing any graphic design. Maybe you are. I don't know. You coding on the weekends? What are you doing? No, I don't do no coding. <laughs> so. I get a, I get a lot of shit from my coworkers because I I use Apple at home. Uh huh. Versus everything at work is is, uh, yeah, is everything Windows. at work is Windows. So I make my money off of Windows to buy all my Apple stuff. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> but I mean, I still have a twenty two thousand seven iMac that's still kicking. Yeah. I mean, they they they're built to last. They yeah. really are. Um, honestly, you can buy um any Apple computer and make it. You can use it for probably five to ten years, no problem. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, again, that is genuinely is my plan with this new one. I do want something that gives me everything I need for productivity because I do photo editing and things like that. And, uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it. If I can hold on to this laptop for the next three to five years, I'll be very happy with the investment that's going into mm -hmm. it. So um, unless they get me again. I mean, I want to know what Danny's going to do. Because <laughs> his well, he's got the uh, laptop similar to yours, to yours. I think he's got what the 15. I want to say he's got a 15 or a 16. So he's got the bigger model. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know how, what year his is, but um, he's around the same as yours. He's yeah. like, he's like either a 2016 or 2017 model that he's got. And, uh, and I'm sure it still runs great for him too. Cause again, these things last you a long time. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. I'll have to pick his brain and see what he's going to do. Mm hmm. But um, I think these are definitely a worthy upgrade. Uh, even, I mean, not that I'm telling you to go spend money. I'm just saying <laughs> if you genuinely need one, like maybe your, yours is old and you're looking to upgrade, uh, they really are worth the, the what you're getting out of it as far yeah. as what it costs and what you're getting in performance. Um, I went, so 
I initially went with this. I knew I wanted the 16 inch because I just wanted that bigger display for, for editing. Cause right now I do everything here and this is a 13 inch and I get by, but you should see me when I'm photo editing. I am like really close You're to the sure. screen. Cause I got a, I got a pixel peep. I got to make sure stuff is sharp. Yeah. And I'm like really close to the screen and I'm just, you like, have the little monitor up watching it or what? No, no, I'll be on here. I'll just literally be like this. No, you're, do you have the uh, the meters of see how much memory and all that you're using oh yeah it, it, it's it's automatically in my taskbar okay but just from a screen size yeah uh, standpoint i'm really close, really close to my screen to and i'm just stuff. looking at stuff <laughs> so i i knew for sure i was like I, i'm gonna go with 16 because i want a bigger display and initially i'm like i don't need 32 cores of graphics power because i don't really do anything that's super graphics intensive photo photo editing is but currently i'm getting by with eight cores so mm -hmm. even the pro, I'm like, I'm good with 16. That's fine. So I do it. And I knew that I wanted 32 gigs of RAM instead of 16. Cause I, like I said, I need a little bit more overhead and I'm specking it out. And I'm just like, Hmm, well, if I go up to the max chip, it's almost the same, like literally almost the same price, like a couple hundred bucks more. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, what's the difference? I might as well just do it. And so I did. And I'm like, fine, I'll just do the max. So I canceled my initial order and replaced it to get the actual 16 inch with the max chip, which gives me mm. 32 cores and 32 gigs of RAM. Um, and then we see this article come out. This came from, I think it came out from The Verge actually. Well, other people reported on it, but apparently the M1 Max 16 inch MacBook has something called high power mode. So if you have that specific configuration, it has a mode where you can turn it on, where it runs at faster speeds and just ramps the fans up faster. So mm -hmm. you might have a slightly noisier computer, but with more power. So you can do it yourself. Yeah. It's something you it it's almost like a power plan in Windows. Yeah. So okay. it's, it's something similar to that. <clears throat> and it's only to the 16 inch with the M1 Max, which is what I ordered. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that when I first canceled my order and replaced it. So this is kind of like a nice little added bonus for me. It gives me a little <laughs> bit more validation for that extra money that I spent. So um, I'm excited about that, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, so, I mean, so like you said, you don't want people to go spend their money, but I mean, we should at least give them the pricing on these. Okay. So they start off at the 14 inch with the uh, M1 Pro. That's going to give you 16 gigs of RAM with a 16 core GPU that starts off at 1999, correct? Yep. I'm not correct. looking at the prices. I'm just going off memory. Yep, correct. So two grand for that bad boy. If you want to jump up to, what is it? I think if you want to go up to 32 gigs of RAM, then you get, oh, I'm sorry. I take that back. The 1999 option is not uh, the same. It's an M1 Pro, but it's a lower spec one. It's eight cores instead of 10 and 14 core GPU instead of 16. Yep. Right? Yep. Okay, I nailed. Actually, I wasn't <clears> sure. Okay, so so the, the base model, the 1999 one, yep. you do get a lower spec as far as the, the configuration. Instead of getting 10 cores on the CPU, you're only getting eight. Yep. And instead of getting 16 cores on the GPU, you're only getting 14. Yeah. And if you want to go to the 10 core, 16 core GPU. It's 2500. It's 2500. 2499. Yeah. So if you want the base M1 with all 16 cores of GPU and all 10 cores of CPU, it's going to cost you 2499. Uh, I want to I want to explain that really quick why that is because some people were confused and um, um, do, are you familiar with binning hmm? binning b i n n i n g like you bin something no okay perfect that way you can tell me if this makes sense if I explain it if I explain it poorly you can tell me so whenever you make a processor they come off in these big old chips they call them wafers it literally looks like a like a yeah. frisbee right and them. then you cut the chips out mm -hmm. and that's what you do so whenever you do they do that. 
they have to test the integrity of the chip and see how good it is. Does it meet the standards of what it's supposed to be? And sometimes you don't. You'll get some that are not as up to par as one that that is been well, right? So what they do is instead of throwing those chips away, they take them and they just disable certain cores to make it run mm, the same. Okay. You know what I mean? So that way you're not losing anything. You're just purposely disabling specific cores. So with the M1 Pro, the, the M1 Pro, it is what it is. It is a 16-core GPU with a 10-core CPU. But if you get a bin chip that doesn't meet the requirements, they instead take that same chip and just disable two cores. So they'll, they'll disable two cores on the CPU, two cores on the GPU. That's why you get 8 and 14 instead of 10 and 16. Okay. Um, and that's it. So that yeah. way they can sell them for less money than the higher-end ones and so, as, as opposed to just throwing them away. Yeah, so they don't lose money. And they do the same thing with the M1 Max, because on the M1 Max side, you can get a 24-core GPU instead of 32. Mm. So it's the same thing. So you're getting the full 10 cores on the CPU side, but they'll disable, uh, what is that, eight cores of the GPU. They'll just manually disable them on that same chip. So instead of 32, you're getting 24 and sell it for less money. Okay. As opposed to the full-fledged one, because there's like little in-betweens. You can do a, a 24 instead of a 32 core and still be an M1 Max. So it's like going to the bargain bin. Kind of, yeah. It's like going to the bargain bin. It's like some of it is disabled, but it's still going to do what you need it to do. Yeah. Okay. And they'll sell it for less money. Okay. So that's what binning is. They'll just take the chip and they'll just, they'll disable certain parts of it and sell it for less money instead of throwing it away. Yep. <clears throat> that's what they're doing here. Um, I think that's it. I don't know if we missed anything on the event here. No, I mean, but... You know, expensive. If, if you don't want to spend that much money, the, the regular 13 Pro is still available with yeah. the M1. Also, mine's available if you want to buy and, it. Hit me up. <laughs> and the MacBook Air is still available also with the M1. So I traded in my M1 to Apple because they gave me a pretty good amount of money. But I'm going to try to sell it on my own first and see if I can just get more selling it on, like, on mm. eBay or something. If not, I'll just let them take it because they gave me like almost $1,000 for it, which is not bad. Okay. Um, but I can get more. If I sell that on eBay, I can probably get a good twelve, thirteen hundred bucks for this bad boy. So we'll see. And I guess the Intel ones are gone because they used to have those on their website. Yep, to they sell. don't even sell them anymore. They're not even on there no more. And it, they said two years. Yeah, the transition from Intel to their own chips would take two years. And this is basically year two since because we got the M1s last year. Yeah. Well, I guess that's technically one year. But from but, I think they said yeah. it from when they started working on them. Right. Right. Okay. So, so yeah. So they're they basically the gone now. Um, I think the only Intel-powered device you can buy from Apple is still the M1, the 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 Mac Pro, because the Mac Pro still runs the yeah. Intel Xeon chips, and that's the again that's the thing that's you know super expensive. I think it starts at like five or ten grand. So um, that's that. Are you gonna get one? Let us know. I would recommend you get one. Spend all your money. <laughs> you got kids; they don't have to go to college. Christmas is coming up. Yeah, so you have have them spending money. You don't need to eat. You don't need to eat. What are you gonna? What are you gonna? What are you gonna eat for? No gas for the car. We you, 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 you gonna pay your rent, please. <laughs> you gonna pay your mortgage? Come on, get out of here. Get your, <laughs> we need to put a. We need to set up a PO box so people can write you letters and hate just, mail. Just give your money to Apple <laughs> instead. <laughs> no, don't do that. Be responsible. <clears throat> uh, but like I said, if you are looking for a laptop upgrade, I would recommend these. They're really good. All right, that's enough of that. Let's get into Dune. We've been talking for a long time. Um, no spoilers on the Dune thing here because it just came out, and I want you all to go watch it. Yeah, because I don't think a lot of people have watched the 1984 version. Because okay. I rewatched it. Let's talk was... about that. Because I've never <laughs> seen 1984. The 1984. By the way, if anyone doesn't know, Dune is it's a series of books. What is it, like 20 books, I think? The series? It's a lot. It's a lot of books. It's a lot of books. Um, and I th- I'm not sure I understand. Whoa. <laughs> Siri. 
you need to calm down. <laughs> Did you hear that? She got so yes, upset. Yes, I heard it. She was so upset. <laughs> Siri, relax. Okay, relax. She don't like Dune. She does not like Dune. <laughs> I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> Uh, so Dune is a series of books. That I, I don't know when they were written. They were written a long time ago. 1965, I believe. Okay, there we go. So that's where the, the books are written. And then they made a movie in 1984. They also made a TV show. I've yeah. never seen the movie. Tell me about it. <sighs> Sting is in it, apparently. Sting, Sting is in the movie. <laughs> Sting re- the singer. Re- Sting re- the singer, not the wrestler. Yeah, the, the singer from The Police. Yeah. I rewatched it because I remember I watched it probably when I was 9, 10 years old. I don't know. I don't, it was back in the 80s sometime. Yeah. And I rewatched and I was like, what in the hell is this? Like, I don't remember it being this bad. It's a very bad movie. And you, you got to think about it. Like, Star Wars came out late 70s and then we got Jedi and Empire Strikes Back in the 80s. Like, this movie was just visually, the acting, it was just horrible. Mm-hmm. Special effects were just bad. Yeah, even for the time. Yeah, if just for the time. I mean, because, I mean, Star Wars wasn't stellar with their special effects but they were good you know they were believable and stuff but this was just a it was a bad movie i don't yeah. even remember i don't know why i rewatched it i just wanted to be caught up <laughs> and it was like two hours that i wish i could get back of my life man so it's just okay i still kind of want to see it just to experience it myself yeah because like the baron in the 1984 version oh my god not good not good <laughs> like he has he has like warts on his face yeah okay uh, it was just if you I'm pretty sure YouTube has a video of just somebody making I'm sure I can probably it. watch that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. It's, it's, yeah, it was bad. Story-wise, is it similar? <sighs> Story-wise, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it pretty much plays out the way that the new, the new version does. Mm-hmm. But like we were talking about before, we didn't know that this was going to be split in two yeah or e or two or, or three, three or four or we, we don't know because the, so yeah so if you have again this isn't a spoiler this is the the opening uh title screen yeah i mean and it's already news everywhere yeah it says dune part one and it wasn't marketed as a part one no. um and it definitely is a part one because it does i wouldn't say it leaves you on a cliffhanger but it definitely leaves you in a place where you're like okay where's the rest of the story going yes um, and that's my biggest concern because if this movie doesn't do well they won't make a part two which means we won't see it because yeah. movies have to be funded, and no one funds a movie where the first one bombed. If that's happening, I'm not saying that's going to happen here. Um, I did see this in the theater. The theater was pretty full. The one that I was in, in particular, um, I think the first three days of the week, the like Friday, Saturday, I think even Thursdays in there, mm-hmm. it made like over 250 million worldwide, which is not bad. I don't know what their goal is. I'm well, and plus, it's on HBO Max. Plus, it's on HBO Max. So I, I don't know what their bar for success is because movies are just different now. Mm-hmm. They're, they're in theaters and they're on streaming in the same day on the same day. Yeah. Um, but the fact that it still made about 250, not including today, not including Sunday. Um, I checked earlier today. It was about 250 million. Uh, so I would say that's pretty good. But I, again, I don't know what their goal is. I don't know how much they're trying to make off this. Obviously, they're trying to make as much as they can. But what is the acceptable point for Warner Brothers? on? I mean, like you said, though, it, it wasn't marketed as a a multiple movie or uh-uh. series or whatever but not at all like they haven't even given the green light for for the script for the next one yeah it's like why did you even make it like that or yeah well that's kind of usually the way it is it's like the first week of something they check the reception like okay we'll green light part two start writing it yeah. or get it into production or ready to go well i mean that's why when i yeah. when i finished watching I'm like okay I'm, i started researching i'm like there ain't no yeah. news about a sequel right which there probably won't be for at least two weeks because they want to see how much yeah. 
how successful this movie is before we get a yay or nay on start making part yeah. two. But um, there you go. So yeah, so we don't know. But outside of that, what did you think of this movie? Not not eighty four. <laughs> this bad boy right here. Well, another another uh, famous per- or not famous, per- but a popular star nowadays. Patrick Stewart was in the first one too. Get out of here. Was yes. he a kid? No, he was. <laughs> no. Oh wait. Oh, you uh, Picard. Picard. Never mind. Yes. Okay, yeah. No, he was. He was. Yeah, he's he was a Gurney Halleck. No shit. He okay. Was a Gurney I that. didn't know that. And then. I don't know. When you said Patrick Stewart, my mind went to Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, I don't know why, but that's where my mind went. I'm like, Doogie. And speaking, of, and speaking of the uh, the visual effects, you know, the part where they have the the um like the shields. Yeah, horrible <laughs> in '84. You have to watch it because when I I actually watched the trailer too okay. of that version, horrible because yeah. it was all grainy and old. Just, just yeah. If you could find some YouTube videos of somebody making fun of '84's version, okay, please watch them. That is wild. All right, cool. But yeah, visually, I, I didn't get to go see it like you did in IMAX. Yeah, man, it was great. But yeah, it was very visually. The sound was credible. Sp- sound yeah. was good. Just yeah. the way they shot it and all the special effects and everything. Yeah, it looked awesome. Good. It sounded awesome. And then um, okay, one more thing too about the '84. Yeah, the worms. Okay, how did they look? Oh my god, because <laughs> there's sandworms in here. I mean, you get yeah. that from a trailer. Horrible. Uh, <laughs> Just bad, dude. It's just okay. So better or worse than like the Beetlejuice worms? Almost the same, because <laughs> that's bad. Because those were meant to yeah, be cheesy. Almost, yeah, <laughs> those are meant to- <laughs> almost, almost about the same. Almost <laughs> about the same worms. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, the the story pretty much plays out the same way that the yeah. first one does. It's okay. Very similar. Yeah. So it's uh story-wise, uh it's it's an interesting story. It's a, again no spoilers here, but just high level. Uh there's basically a a planet. Uh, is Arrakis the planet or the city? It's the planet. It's the planet. So it's called Arrakis and it's a sand planet. It's basically just a desert planet. Mm-hmm. And, dune. Yeah, dune, hence the name. And the planet has some resource which they call spice. Yep. Which the locals use for a, a hallucinogen and it's also it's got medicinal purposes to it. And they didn't explain this in the movie, but the rest of the galaxy, the rest of the universe uses spice for interstellar travel. Mm-hmm. And they don't say how or what yeah, they, they do with it. I don't think they do. I'm, I'm pretty sure it explains it in the books, but not. In, yeah. it doesn't even explain it in the 84. Movie. Right. In the movie, they, they just say that interstellar travel is not possible without this, uh, this substance that they call spice in which, and which makes it the most valuable substance in the universe because mm-hmm. you can't get around without it. And again, they don't say how they use it. I don't know if it's a fuel or what it is, but they don't say, they just say that you need it to travel around the universe in at like, you know, instant speeds or whatever. Yeah. Um, so obviously it's very valuable and that's what this planet is. And there's a, a specific family or house, right? That they, mm-hmm. It's almost like a Game of Thrones thing that is currently uh, in charge of mining spice on this on Arrakis. And then the emperor, there's apparently there's an emperor for the entire universe, yes. which is wild. <laughs> it's just a wild concept. <laughs> well, I mean, it's very Star Wars-y. Right. And we'll get into that too, because obviously it's said that George Lucas gets all of his influence, well, most of his influence for Star Wars from the Dune books mm-hmm. in the first place. And there's some stuff here that there's some parallels there yeah. that I saw. And so the, the emperor of the galaxy it, uh, changes the, 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 the house that's going to mine. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what the movie's about. I won't go into any more details so you can go and watch it, but that's basically what's going on in the story. Um, and there's some like betrayal stuff in there and all this crazy stuff. It's, it's a good story. 
Yeah. It really is. And I want to see more of it. And it's interesting, too, because I did some research on the uh, author. Yeah. Frank Herbert, when mm-hmm. he wrote Dune, he did um he did a lot of research on, uh, what's the mushroom? Psilocybin? Oh, yeah. Like the magic mushrooms? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he did research on that and was actually on them as he right. when he was writing these books. That's how you get these crazy ideas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you gotta you gotta be tripping, just tripping balls. <laughs> um, but yeah, so again, I agree with you. The movie is beautiful. It just looks so good. I even rewatched it earlier today here at home because mm. I wanted to look at a, a, at specific scenes. Um, and even here at home, it looks really good. Sounds really good. Um, awesome movie. If you can see it in the theater, please do because it, it is definitely better. But it's on HBO Max. So here's a couple things that I've noticed in the movie. So the technology in the movie is really interesting because it's super advanced. I forgot what year they said it is. 10,191. Yeah, so way in the future. Not on Earth, obviously. This is a totally different place. Technology is interesting because despite how advanced it is, you don't see any actual computers Mm -hmm. anywhere. There's no screens. There's nothing. The only thing that's close to a computer is um, Timothy Charlemagne, uh, Paul, his name mm-hmm. is Paul, right? Timothy Charlemagne's character. He's got like this little handheld uh, holographic projector that he yeah. uses for like when he studies. Yep. That's about the only and piece then, of tech and, you see. And in the 84 version, it's kind of almost looks like an iPad. Oh, really? What he's, what he's using. Too. Yeah. Okay. So similar. Yeah. Other than that, you don't see anything that looks like a computer. So you assume that everything is either automatic or just artificial intelligence driven where just stuff is so advanced that you don't need an interface. You Mm -hmm. don't need something with buttons and a screen and something Mm -hmm. like that. So I thought that was kind of cool because it makes it look low tech, but obviously way beyond what we have. So it's like evolved past the point where you need, a display and, and mm-hmm. traditional types of way to interface with technology like we do today. So there's no computer room somewhere. Yeah, right. There's no <laughs> server room somewhere. It's not a cloud. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it just works. Just works. It just works. Um, and even the character that plays the doctor, like he checks vital signs with his fingertips. Mm-hmm. He's got no instruments. He doesn't have a stethoscope. He just goes and he touches Timothy Charlemagne's neck. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's good to go. What? What'd you do? <laughs> so, and they don't bother to explain it. They don't have to. They're like, this is this is how this world is. So uh, pretty wild on the tech side. Uh, you can see a lot of the influence. So the movie to me was a mix of like Star Wars and Blade Runner. Like as far as the stuff that's in it and the way it looked, which makes a lot of sense because we already talked about how George Lucas gets his influence from the books, but also it's the same director as Blade Runner 2049. Mm-hmm. So you get a lot of the same visuals as you would in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, pretty cool. I yeah, love the I, way it looked. Yeah, and I, from what I have read, too, the, the director tried to make it not so Star Wars right. type movie. Yeah. Because he didn't want it, people to get confused and be like, oh, this is just like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So he he tweaked a little things here and there. But yeah, And that's uh, Denis Villeneuve, who's a French man. I'm pretty yeah. sure I, m- I messed up his name. But um, he, he's made awesome movies. He made Arrival. He made Prisoners, mm-hmm. which um, he made... There's a couple of the others that I'm missing that I'm I'm leaving out. It's obviously, Blade Runner 2049. So he's made some really awesome movies. I really like this director. Yeah, and um, Arrival yeah. was top notch. That movie's fantastic. It is such a good movie. Yeah. It'll blow your whole mind, dude. You watch that movie, you're like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just so good. Uh, so yeah, and uh, Prisoners was great. I don't know if you ever saw Prisoners with Hugh Jackman. Oh, it's no. a good, really good movie. It's about it these kids that go missing. And they're trying to find... It's just a really, really good movie. He did Sicario, too. Yes, he did the first Sicario, yeah. which, again, the first Sicario is got Josh Brolin in there. He brought him back. Uh, really, really good movie, Sicario is. The first one. The second one was okay. Uh, 
Okay, so what else did I? So what did you see that? Oh, before I get to that, there are little ships that they have. They're oh. kind of like helicopters, but they look like dragonflies. Yeah, so cool, man. So yeah. instead of a propeller, the the they actually flap. They flap like a dragonfly. Mm-hmm. It's so dope. I love that a lot. Yeah. Um. Aside from that, what Star Wars parallels did you notice? I only well, noticed a few personally. Obviously, the Emperor. Okay. Um. But the emperor of the entire universe, not the galaxy. Yeah, <laughs> true. Crazy true. that he's like, oh yeah, I run the whole universe. <laughs> yes. No big deal. <laughs> okay. And I'm surprised that we didn't we didn't see him. Yeah, they didn't show him at all. Because in the in the oh, 84 one, he's pretty much the first. Oh really? Act. You yeah. get to meet the emperor. Okay. Yeah. Um, obviously the chosen one. Uh huh. We do get that, which is supposed to be Timothy Charlemagne's character, yep. kind of. And that's not again, no spoilers. It's not really anything that gives away the story, but he's supposed to be some kind of chosen one. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to spoil it. So I don't. What did What did you? Um. So th- I don't think this spoils anything. Uh. But uh, so we got the emperor. Mm-hmm. We got the the, uh, the chosen one thing. Spice. That's one yeah. because even in star in Star Wars and Star Wars lore, spice is a drug. Yep. Right. Even um, uh, Poe. Mm-hmm. And you were like, oh, he used to be a spice runner. Spice I mean, runner. he's basically you're like a drug smuggler. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the so the 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 thing that they call spice similar. Uh, the the Timothy Charlemagne he's trying to learn this ability called the voice, mm-hmm. which is very similar to the Force, kind of. And I know which other one you're gonna say. I think I even forgot what I was gonna say. Hold on, I'll get there. So I'll explain the voice thing. It's kind of like the force, sort of, just in the way that it impacts people. Yep. Because you you have this ability to speak in a way that makes another person bend to your will. Yep. And you just do, they'll do whatever you say. And he's trying to learn that. He's trying to learn it. His mom can do it and all this. He's like, it's like some witchcraft shit that yep. he can do. Kind of like the force. Yep. Very similar. But you can't do anything else with it. You can't like make things levitate or move stuff or anything like that. Um, whereas it's just specifically designed to control another human being kind of like a just jedi mind trick mm-hmm. basically so that's cool um what the hell was the other one what did you think i was gonna say may, instead of may the force be with you was something with god oh i don't i, I was not even gonna go there well, what did they say i, I can't remember, remember the, i can't remember the specific words uh-huh. or how they said it but i'm like oh instead of may the force be with you it was made may the power of god be with you or something like that yeah oh, i totally missed that yeah yeah i didn't i didn't even catch that at all uh, but definitely the, those things there was the, 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 the power that they call the voice, the spice, um, some of the ships, not really. The ships are totally different looking. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, there was a, there's quite a few there. I can see that I can see someone getting influenced by that and then creating something like Star Wars. And that, and that got theme that might've been from the 84 version too. Which one? The may the may oh, the may the okay. Force, I think that might've been from eight. Okay. Cause I don't recall them saying yeah. anything like that here. Um, and even the people that uh, that can have that voice power, they all mm. seem to be like older. They're robed, almost yeah. like they're Jedi's. So I kind of saw that as well. But uh, other than that, yeah, you can just kind of see it. There's a little bit of influence there. Yeah, you can see the parallels. Yeah, you definitely can, um, so. and in a good way. Like I'm pretty sure the director went out of his way to make sure that it's not like very Star Warsy, like you said, uh, which makes sense because you don't want people to be like, "Oh, this is a Star Wars ripoff." When really, mm. it's the other way around. <laughs> It's totally the other way around. So, um, good movie. I I really liked it. So Jason Momoa. Yeah, Duncan. His, like he. I don't know. For some reason, if I felt like he 
I don't know if he shaved. Uh huh. Because at the beginning he he, had he a looked beard. like he had a beard, but then later it was just like yeah. Because later like in the movie he goes to try to hang, try to live with yeah. the, with the natives. So I guess he changed his appearance. But yeah, he did look very different. He looked very different on the second half of the movie. He looked yeah. totally different. Uh, badass character though. Yes, he was really cool. Really, he's like a warrior fighter. Not only that, he's also a teacher. He's like the one that what do they call him? The master of weaponry or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's got a title, and not only is he himself a great warrior but he also teaches all the other warriors in the house uh how to fight so he's like kind of like their leader in terms of combat really good character i don't know if that character was in the book but it wasn't uh-huh. in, in the 84 he wasn't no okay so maybe <clears throat> it's either someone from the book or maybe just a new character they put in there um but man i, I really enjoyed this flick i thought it was good yeah. um my again my biggest concern is that it's not going to do well enough for them to make a part two which will be heartbreaking yeah because, I mean, it's i don't know i yeah. like, like i said i didn't know what was going to be part one right i didn't know that either and i bet no one did because it wasn't yeah. marketed that way because yeah, after i watched the old one i'm like oh i can't wait to see the second one to see how, how they change it or make and it that was 1984 yeah <laughs> and that it never happened after that so yeah. so i'm kind of nervous that that would happen again here where it doesn't do well enough by warner standards and they just don't make a second one. yeah which would suck because i want to see more of this story and again yeah. there's, i said there's, there's like 20 books, books. yeah there's so there's so much more story to tell there's so much more lore to get out there um, I'd be okay with them not even making a second movie and just trying to get into a show because you can tell more of a story mm-hmm. through a show as opposed to a single movie. Yeah, because I think this, the books actually covered like a thousand year span. Yeah, as right. Well, so, so there we go. Um, I just got my recommendation. I would give it four and a half out of five donuts. Even though, and I'll I'll, I'll preface this going in. There are some dry spots in this movie where you might kind of doze off a little bit. Yeah. Because sometimes it's slow. There's a couple parts where like, oh, this is, you know, they're just doing a lot of character development and stuff like that. And it can get a little slow, but otherwise it's a very good movie. I really enjoyed it overall. Yeah. So four okay. and a half for me. I'll give it four. Okay. Good. I really want to see the original. I, I'm only giving it four because I want to see yeah. more of it. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, if you can't, I don't know if you want to sit through the whole 84 movie. <laughs> Just watch the recap on YouTube, like That's you said. A, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or even just watch the trailer. Right. We'll watch the trailer after we're done here. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Okay. All right. Uh, that's it on Dune. Uh, check it out. If you guys check it out, let us know what you think. Uh, let's get into our... Wait, hey, oh. you forgot about Alec Baldwin. Oh, shit. I forgot about the Alec Baldwin story. <laughs> Damn. Thank you, you te- for reminding me. You teased me. it, and then now you're going to forget. Okay. Before we get into our weekly recommendations, we're going to talk about Alec Baldwin. Uh, terrible accident that happened. My, I don't really want to get into that because it's already a sad story. Yes. My question, so if just in case you don't know, Alec Baldwin was on the set of his new movie called Rust, which is a Western movie that they're making. Mm-hmm. He, he's also the producer of this movie, and he accidentally killed his cinematographer with a prop gun and also injured the director at the same time. Yes. The, the cinematographer, she was killed. She's, she's, she, she actually passed and the director had to go to the hospital. He, he recovered. Mm-hmm. Um, my question is how the hell does this stuff happen? Like you didn't get, you didn't learn the lesson with Brandon Lee. Like yeah. I don't get how something like this is still a thing. What do well, you I think? Don't, I, don't, I don't know that full story, but, I know prop guns, they're not live rounds, but they right. still have some they physical still, element of a live round. They still have gunpowder because yes. they want the realistic bang of the gun. Yep. And like with, like, I think in um, uh, Brandon Lee's uh, case, which is Bruce Lee's son, if you didn't know, he, he died on the set of The Crow, mm-hmm. the first Crow movie. Uh, basically, it wasn't a live round, but the prop gun 
still had something happen where the, when the gunpowder went off, it still shot a piece of the casing out mm-hmm. and projected out and it killed him. Yeah. So it wasn't that it was like a live round. It was still a prop gun with a blank, but it still shot something out fast enough that it killed him. Yeah. That's basically what happened there. And my thought is like, how do you, how do you not just do it in post? You can make it sound as real mm-hmm. as you want. Like just, it could be a plastic or be anything. <laughs> I just, what I don't get, right? This poor woman, she was like in mid forties, wife, kids. I mean, husband, kids. Like, it's like, damn, man, yeah. it sucks. It sucks so much. Yeah. It's kind of like, I mean, we're in 2021. There should be some better tech for yeah. prop guns or and everyone's movie saying, sets and stuff. Basically, they were saying that Alec Baldwin is just like a wreck. I mean, because you can imagine yeah. to accidentally kill someone like that. And they're just doing their job. They're at work, literally just at work. Mm. Um, but this article here that I saw from the New York Post, uh, it said that Alec Baldwin ignored the number one rule of gun safety, according to a Hollywood weapons expert. And that is that even in... With prop guns, you never point it at a person, person. or equipment because it could even damage like cameras and stuff, and yeah. that's expensive. Um, so apparently, <clears throat> that a lot of people are—I don't know how fair that is—but a lot of people are kind of blaming, putting the blame on him, not only because he broke that rule, but also because he is the producer of this movie. Mm-hmm. Meaning that not only is he just an actor in the movie, but he's actually in charge of the set of safety, all this stuff yeah. that goes on. That's what the producer does in a movie. Um, so I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, yes, if you are the producer, you do have responsibility there in terms of safety, but man, that sucks. That sucks so much. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's a very tr- bad tragedy. Oh yeah. For absolutely. It to happen. Man, I mean, in even basic gun training, you don't point the gun at somebody yeah. or at something or someone unless you're intending to. They say that no, that you're that normally when they're filming with guns that the gun is always being pointed at something safe, yeah. something that's designed to if something did happen, if it was a real gun, it wouldn't do any damage. So no matter what, if it's a prop gun or whatever it is, it's always because you never really see. I mean, sometimes you see scenes where people are pointing mm-hmm. guns at each other, but even in those cases, it's camera angles so that way the persons are actually aren't actually pointing at each other. Um, and in, obviously, it didn't happen here. So yeah, and it, and it's. I mean, it's odd that the cinematographer and the director got shot. Like, I, yeah. mean, I, I don't know. So I'm assuming it's maybe a, he was pointing at, like, at it. Maybe it's a scene where he like points at the camera type of thing. Maybe. And the, cinemat- the cinematographer and the director were behind the camera, and that's how they got hit. I don't know. Obviously, you don't, we don't know exactly how it happened, but uh, terrible story. Yes. Terrible story. Um, we'll see what happens because it's obviously under investigation. I don't know if Alec Baldwin's going to have... Um, like legal charges brought to him. I don't know how that works. If it's at the very least manslaughter, right? I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember what happened in the Brandon Lee case. Me neither. I don't like the person that did it. I don't know what happened yeah. to to he or she. I don't know if they were prosecuted or maybe no one pressed charges and said, "Hey, man, this was just a really terrible accident and that's it." I don't. But uh, but yeah, that's that. Um, sorry to end on a sad story. Should have had that before. <laughs> We'll see what happens. Uh, now let's get into our weekly recommendations. Mm, go nuts. All right. Anything new this week that you've been watching? No, just uh, Dune 1984 and then the new Dune. Um, the uh, Only Murders in the Building it was a show I talked about. Yeah, the Hulu show. Yeah, that one, uh, season one ended. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was a fun little show. Okay. Um, it's basically about uh, someone gets murdered in the in the building, Steve Martin. Martin Short and Selena Gomez try to figure it out, and they create like a podcast. And oh, it's pretty. It's it was pretty fun. Is it is it like a comedy or is it like yeah. serious? Okay, it's cool. a comedy. All right, cool. Um, kind of made me think. Do you know? 
Do we have little like fans that are gonna be waiting outside for us? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, some news that I found out is why the Last Man got canceled. Oh, why did it get canceled? Nobody knows. They just canceled it. Where's nobody watching it? You normally, <laughs> normally that's why. <laughs> yeah. No, the uh, Hulu didn't actually announce why, but yeah. they're hoping that the, maybe HBO picks it up. Okay. So I think there's only two episodes left of that. So other than that, nothing, nothing new. Have you been staying up with uh, Foundation? I haven't seen the last like two episodes. I think I'm I'm up like one through three. I want to okay. say. Yeah, yeah, it's getting it's getting good. It's getting good. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get caught up on that. I think I've only seen the first three. And then um, I didn't see it. Did you see it when you watched uh, Dune? They mm. were saying that there was like a little teaser in the beginning of it for Raised by Wolves season two. Uh, in the HBO Max one, yes. So when I, I didn't t- see that. when I turned it on today, yeah, uh, they showed a little clip of Raised by Wolves. Yes. Okay, I didn't I didn't get to see that one. So they did. Um, not in the theater though. I thought that would have been cool. However, in the theater they did show the new Batman trailer from oh, yeah? from from uh, DC Fandom. So that was cool to see that in IMAX. That was in cool. 4K. Yeah, it, was big old, it looked good. It actually looked. It didn't look all pixelated. <laughs> all right. So uh, I, we kicked. I think earlier this week we saw a horror movie called Rec R E C, as in short for record. Okay. Um. So it is from 2007. It's a zombie movie. It's basically like one of those found footage movies. Mm. uh it's spanish so i think it's like from spain um and uh it's so it's all so you can watch it in spanish and then obviously have subtitles Uh, i would recommend you watch it that way because there is an english version and again the english voice acting is just really really bad so uh dude this movie's really good like i would highly recommend you find it rent it do whatever you got to do uh it is like the last like 10 minutes is horrifying it is really really scary mm. so uh awesome movie this movie was also remade for the american audience called uh it was called quarantine i don't know if you remember this movie no. uh it's <clears throat> with the the actor uh, i forgot her real name but it's the girl from the exorcism of emily rose and the girl that plays the sister of dexter oh um i can't remember her name i can look it up but yeah uh it's got her she's the main she's the main person of this of the of the movie uh, the American version, it's called Quarantine. It is awful. Don't watch it. It's terrible. Uh, but it's basically a like-for-like like remake of this Spanish movie called Wreck. And uh, just watch the the original one. It's really, really good. Jennifer Carpenter. There you go. Yeah, because they were... I remember that because um, her and Michael C. Hall were married, I believe. Or... Ah, got it. Okay. So, so, yeah. So, we saw that. Saw Dune, obviously. I uh, started watching Invasion, which is a new Apple TV Plus show. Yeah, how was that? Uh, episode one was good, but um, I'm seeing lots of negativity online. Because, it well, three episodes got... Three dropped right, right okay. away. I only saw the first one. Okay. Um, I thought the first one was really, really good. Uh, but I, I don't know where it goes from there. Apparently online, everyone's like, this movie, this show's not good. And I'm, <laughs> I saw an, a headline that said, this show makes me root for the aliens. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so I don't know what happens later, <laughs> but apparently none of the characters are likable. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So I'm going to keep watching because episode one was really good and I liked it. I'll wait, I'll wait for your recommendation. Yeah, we'll, keep, we'll keep checking that out. Uh, and then I saw Peninsula, which is the sequel to Train to Busan, mm-hmm. which is a zombie movie from 2016. Uh, probably one of the best zombie movies out there. Train to Busan is so good. It's a Korean movie. Uh, so again, you got subtitles mm. and stuff like that. You can watch that one in English. The voice acting in English was pretty good. Uh, but man, really good, really good zombie movie. Peninsula, which is the sequel. It's not really a sequel because even the even the movie itself, the title, it's called Train to Busan Presents Peninsula. Mm, so it's okay. basically a separate zombie movie that just lives in the same universe as, as Train to Busan. It takes place four years after Train to Busan. 
So basically the earth is already post-apocalyptic and it's kind of that, that other than that, they don't really have anything to do with each other. Um, it was, it was okay. Not as good as, as train of Busan, but Mm -hmm. it's uh, it was still a pretty good zombie flick in general. It's kind of like a Mad Max kind of thing. Basically, it's, it's like mm. a it's like a po, it's like a pose zombie world. It's pretty crazy. Uh, but if you've never seen Train of Busan, throw it on your list. It's really good. And I think that's it as far as what I saw. Okay. What do we got coming up this week? Uh, movie wise? Yeah. Anything uh, just new in general? Last Night in Soho. Oh, that's the one with the uh, Wright movie. Yeah. The one with What's Her Face from Queen's Gambit. Yep. I always forget her name. And it's Anna Taylor-Joy. Yep. Anna Taylor-Joy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What else? Oh, um, one other thing I saw, I just caught it on TV. It was really interesting. It's on... AMC, it's uh, uh, Eli Roth presents the history of horror, mm-hmm. and every episode is about a, a, a specific genre of horror movie, and he talks oh, okay. about the history of it. It's really good. So I just saw that last night randomly because it was on TV, and I'm like, oh, this is a good series. I'm going to go back and watch the whole thing. Do you know what uh, Rob Zombie's making? No. Adam's Family. Get out of no, here. No, Monsters. Monsters. The Monsters. Okay, that sounds more up his The Monsters. Is he going to make I it I don't like, know why I thought it. Oh, because somebody at work told me Adam's family, but I'm like, no. Is he going to make it like really weird Rob Zombie? I don't know. <laughs> his wife is playing um, the female character. I can't remember any of their names. Damn. All I know is Eddie is the kid. Herman. Herman. There you go. That's the other one. Herman. Grandpa. Oh, I can't remember the other characters. Okay, cool. All yeah. right. We'll see how that works out. And then uh, the guy from Dune, Timothy. Timothy Charlemagne? He's playing uh, a younger version of Wonka. Really? Oh, yeah. I did hear about that. Yeah. By the way, he did great in Dune. That yes. His his acting was was spot on. It was really, really good stuff. Yeah. I, didn't, I, don't, I didn't realize that he was the, the brother in uh, Interstellar. Yes. That's, yeah, that's kind of one of his earlier, one yeah. of his earlier work. He's, he's still a young dude. Um, I wonder if he was also one of the choices for new Spider-Man before Tom Holland. Because they're like, they look kind of like kind age, of like age wise, yeah. like they could have both fit that role. But uh, who knows? Pretty cool. All right. Well, that's it for this week. It's a long episode. Was Jeez. It? Yeah. My timer says an hour 25. Oh, wow. Jeez. Why you talk so much? <laughs> me? Yeah. Or is it <laughs> you me? over there with your explanations? And sh- <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, we're going to figure out something for next week because I'm going to be out of town again. I actually on the weekend. So maybe we'll do something remote. I think we can still make it work. We can do like a Sunday morning recording and still get something out. Mm -hmm. So we will see. But anyway, thanks for tuning in this week. We'll catch you next week. Have a great week and we will talk to you soon. Wow. I can't believe you stayed till the end. You must be really bored. Have a great day. Meatbag.